welcome to my podcast. It's called Robin's Fit Nest. I think primarily because of the nesting and my name is Robin and I just thought it would be um, a fun name to call it so that we can all feel like we're in a comforting nest and um, really it's just time to settle down and talk about what's top of my mind today. So enjoy. Here I am again, back in Canada. Um, yeah, it's been a real whirlwind and uh, I survived despite the sleep issues. Don't even get me started. <laughs> I try to have a brief answer to the question, how is your sleep? But I do drone on and on. Um, anyway, I started thinking about this week's topic, friendships, um, when I was reading a magazine that I picked up in the airport yesterday. And um, there was an article called The Sweetest Thing. Uh, it's about an author and screenwriter called Dolly Anderton, who I have read, well, I guess it's her, I don't know, one of her books that she's written, I believe it's her second, it was just a novel called Ghosts, which I would highly recommend. It was about being ghosted um, and just a fun, a fun read. She's British. Um, but I think her first book, which I didn't know about until I read this article, was called Everything I Know About. She, and she had put everything I know about passion, dates, friends, jobs, life, love. And then but scratched out in pen. She scratched out um, parties, dates, friends, jobs, and life. So it's everything I know about love. Anyway, she's quite entertaining. Um, but it just made me, friendship, what a huge, huge topic. Um, and so many different opinions, so many types of different friends, um, especially as you go through life in different, um, stages of life. Um, of course I'm talking from a woman's point of view and male friendships, as I understand it, are quite different than, uh, women's friendships with other women. And then, of course, there is, you know, men's friendships with women. You know, when you, you have a great friend who's a man or a man has a great friend who's a woman and it's not um, a romantic friendship. And there's that as well. But pr primarily in this in this particular chit chat, <laughs> which I'm having with myself, um, I'm thinking about friendships between women. Um, what sort of got me thinking again was in this article things she said which I'll quote because I do think they they spurred on my thought processes um it's the nature of friendship as we we start off um it's a conundrum okay let's start again for women my age I feel like it's a conundrum for many women um oh, I wish I had more friends or I never have time to see my friends or there's always something I wish, I wish, or I, something different. Um, although my daughter who's in her twenties, different conundrums and, you know, teenage years with, with girls also different, different conundrums again. Um, what, what, uh, the Dolly Anderton, Anderton or Anderson, Alderton even has, uh, said is, um, what she's trying to work out is, quote, when you're in your 20s, because you're, sorry, I'll step back again. Um, 
talking about helping your friends. I, I think women always are trying to tell each other their problems and sort them out or commiserate or something. She says, when you're in your 20s, there's only one proper crisis at a time in a friendship. But as you get older, everyone has their own degree of crisis. And I think that's very interesting. And I, I would have to completely agree with that. Um, she looked around at her friends, saw, you know, one had a sick baby, one has a parent who's ill, um, one's got a boyfriend she's in couples therapy with, one's just been made redundant, um, all sorts of, this is in, I guess this is in her thirties now. In your twenties, it's just, she said the support was to support your friend, just drop everything and let's all go to the pub and focus on the person who's got the crisis. And we drink for five hours and, you know, we talk, talk it through. And uh, yeah, I think, you know, correct me if I'm wrong. Perhaps that is the way things were dealt with in our twenties. Um, I can certainly vouch for that to a certain degree. Uh, but then it just, it just gets so it, as she said, you know, all these different crises, crises for their the friends she has now in her thirties, they're so, each one has to be dealt with in a very sensitive and different way. So how do you do it? Sometimes I believe, and she also says, sometimes you just um, support her, support your friend by not being in touch right now. You just think, you know what? I need to leave her. I need to also not fill her in on the crises going on in my life because she's got enough on her plate. La 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 la. Um, another friend, you might think, okay, I'll just send her a voice note every few days and just t talk about generally what's going on and not even talk about anything crisis crisis related because perhaps she's not the gal who wants to chat about crises um and in the old oh yeah I'm, I'm fine how are you it's it is very interesting how how we we tend to do that um again this is another thing she said um societally the force fields trying to make me and my friends turn against each other and take each other's decisions as a judgment. And I'll stop right there and say, yes, certainly. As we get to the stage where we are deciding to have babies or not to have babies, to get married first and then have a baby or get married, have a baby and then get married. I think that this, this is a thing that seems to be going on in in this day and age um whether or not to give up work once you've had a baby or whether you keep on working um and then if your friends have done the opposite of you do you not feel judged by them even if they go oh it's so cool you know i'm so i'm i think that's so great and so right for you sometimes you do feel like you have to defend yourself and it becomes sort of a defense game um she says, uh, so therefore, on that basis, therefore, you feel like I'm not going to tell them about any issues I'm having because I don't want them to feel sorry for me. So agreed. Um, and uh, what, I, what I kind of, I was thinking about this on, on, as I said, on the airplane yesterday, flying back across the Atlantic, wiping away my tears. <laughs> and uh, what, what I was thinking of, I know for sure that I have for many years now felt a lack of friend and female friendship in my life because uh, certainly as a, as a child and as a teenager and at university, I had friends 
left, right, and center, a friend for every occasion, friends in other places, other schools, best friends I could ever have wished for. Um, that was, for me, the way my life was. I know that's not everybody, but it does appear a bit easier to connect at a young age when life is mostly about schoolwork, um, clubs after school, sports, um, and just... I don't know, you just, you, you end up chatting and making friends. It, there's also a lot more girls you're in school together. There's, there's a lot, a lot more, um, more of a, a pool to choose from, shall we say. Um, then, uh, and this is, a, okay, uh, this is a superficial look at this conundrum and anybody else's opinion is welcomed. Um, once I was in the workplace, I found it much more difficult to uh, connect with women, but I, I was in a very diff a different situation to many people. I just moved to England from Canada directly after graduating from university. I therefore had none of my school friends um, or my university friends, and I was making all new friends. Um, I felt that the women who I met at work were not sort of of this, the same type of people as me. They didn't understand my Canadianness, and I don't know. It's it's quite hard to describe, but um, I do know that a lot of women who are more career driven or um, perhaps in a serious relationship in postgraduate years, um, this friendships fall by the wayside. Um, not on purpose. It just seems that you either you're working so hard, you have no time or, you know, new boyfriend and you're absorbed in that as well as working or whatever. It just it just seems somehow friends become less uh, at the forefront of life. Um, and do we say, oh, it's because I don't need them anymore? I think, no, that's that's the biggest load of nonsense I've ever heard. We need our friends more than ever as we start to negotiate and move through life at the fast pace that we do in our 20s. Um, so many of, of us, you, at that point, at this point, are facing huge life-altering decisions as well as huge life changes. Um, how do we possibly think it's not healthy to have a good old sit down and talk about it with our friends? And don't get me wrong, I know many of you do. Um, I'm just super jealous of all of you. Uh, Despite the fact that friendships can be messy and hard and time-consuming and draining, but, and I can only compare it to having children, you reap the rewards of what you put into them. Um, and I've seen that in many, I, I've seen that with friendships in many of the adult women I know who have done just that with their friendships. Um, and then, you know, people like me or, you know, I, I like I like to think not, I don't want to label myself as people like me. But anyway, those of us who just floundered around and then got married and then had babies and then met other new moms in their baby groups. And you managed to find solace and advice in these new friendships about, about having new babies and blah, 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 giving up your job or whatever. I salute myself for doing that and all of you, all those, all those thousands of you who are listening who've done that or are going to do that. Um, and yeah, I had a bit of that, but where I lived, yeah, lucky me, where I lived at the time in Southwest London, um, most of the mums had high-powered jobs and uh, went straight back to work. 
and the nanny took took over. Um, I did go back to my semi-high powered banking job eventually. But um, prior to that, I didn't I didn't go straight back. I took my full maternity entitlement, which was nine months after the baby was born. Um, and I ended up feeling, you know, there was, I think there was one mom who didn't go back to work of the postnatal group that I had joined at the time. Um, and the rest, you know, the nannies were, were around. So it was kind of a lonely time. And I did think, well, that's what you do. You go back to work. Um, which like, don't get me wrong. I, I absolutely was incredibly pleased that I did go back to work after my first baby. Anyway, I, I digress. Um, then at, at work at that point, I was essentially one of the boys in an uh, office in the bank with only one other female manager at my level. Um, and I didn't make a lot of great friends at work because of that. And because the other women perhaps who were my age or close to it were junior to me and found me probably intimidating and probably thought I was far too confident or I don't even know, so be it. Um, doesn't mean I didn't wish I had a bunch of confident, intimidating girlfriends. Then, of course, the spare time one has at this point or that point is very limited. Um, you want you're working hard. You need to spend time with your husband slash partner and you have a new baby to deal with in your out of work hours. Um, then I feel like friendship. I, <laughs> it can sort of stretch into you, right? So maybe you're not going to meet friends at work, but you have couple friends when you're in a couple and you meet maybe um, old friends with new partners. So there's there's usually one or two strangers in the mix. So, you know, maybe your boyfriend or husband has an old friend and they've just got a new partner and you're the new partner. Or however, it, it's, it's a new combination. There's two girls and two boys and you're trying to be friends. However it is, um, is it these combinations have to work and uh the women start talking usually while generally the men discuss whatever they're discussing um and you try and find something that you you have in common with the woman and it's very rare that i've found that you can find a new great friend in these situations or i, I never managed to perhaps again because i was in england anyway it's a conundrum I think that um, there's a lot more to speak about with with friendships, but I think it's something that um, something that needs to be perhaps explored more, um, brought to the fore. I think there's a lot of lonely young women of a certain age out there, and older women, certainly older women. Like, and I'm talking older than me. I think as as um, families go their own way and uh grandparents are left on their own and then sometimes you realize oh where have all my friends gone and friendship is a really important thing so you know bottom line is if you've got them work really hard to keep them if you haven't got them which is something that i'm struggling with at the moment um make it a project and um you can hold me to that i want to make it a project to meet new people and um connect more with other women and make better friends because it's incredible what you can learn from your friends and uh and all the men who are listening <laughs> don't feel left out <laughs> i just wish i knew um 
and understood more about male friendships. Um, I think they're very different. I don't think, from what I understand, they don't appear to share feelings in the same way as women do. How often do you hear a couple of men chatting about how they feel like they're not being fulfilled by their marriage or that they have a hard time relating to their daughters? Um, I think this is something that many men feel, but would they, uh, I would hazard a guess that they wouldn't share these types of thoughts with another guy. They probably tell their wives or, you know, if they have a friend who's, who's female. Um, why? I can only guess. Perhaps they don't want to appear vulnerable, opening up to another man in case it becomes too uncomfortable to unpack. Um, but comments and uh, perhaps we'll, perhaps I'll do some more research on that and we can all figure out male friendships because I think they're a very interesting conundrum as well. So have a good week. See if you can make a new friend and I will too. And we'll report back in a week. Oh, it's a long weekend for us this weekend. So have a good one if you're Canadian. Bye-bye. Oh, before you go, also, if you've enjoyed what you've heard, please let me know and share this podcast with everybody. And also um, find me on Instagram at Robin's Fitness. Okay, thanks. Bye. <laughs>